Good morning. This is Michael's Financial Nuggets podcast with me, Michael Palmer. So today we are going to talk about the fun, sexy conversations of financial planning, investments, stocks, bonds. What exactly are these things? Why does somebody own them? Why does our government and companies actually issue stocks and bonds? So we're going to talk about a lot of the basics of investments, which is why this is titled Investments 101. So let's start with some of those basics, and we're going to keep getting into more complexity as we both go today and in the future. But today, just very basic. So what is a stock? Really quickly, just a stock and an equity are interchangeable terms. So you might hear me go back and forth between calling something a stock or an equity, but what is a stock? It's just simply a form of security that shows the holder has ownership in a corporation that issued the stock. Now, why do corporations actually issue stocks? It's to raise funds to operate their business. Maybe it's a big research and development project. Maybe it's for hiring. Maybe it's to buy assets or inventory, any of those types of reasons. So let's make up an example really quick. If company ABC needs extra capital in order to invest in research and development for a new product, they can issue stock. And when somebody buys that stock, they pay the company money. The company uses that money to invest in their project. And the person now owns stock in the company, and that stock has the ability to appreciate or depreciate depending on the success of the company and future earnings. Now, a bond can be issued by a company as a form of debt. So the investor purchases the bond for a certain amount of time, and the company pays a coupon rate. And by coupon rate, just think interest rate. Um, so the company pays a coupon rate for that bond. So same scenario as the ABC company that I just mentioned. So ABC wants to invest in some new R&D research and development. They can issue bonds. ABC receives money to invest in that research. The investor will be paid a certain amount of money throughout the duration of the bond. And the bond has no bearing on the success or failure of the company. And the value of the bond should stay level. I'm ignoring any interest rate risk and some other factors for the simple conversation today. So if you really understand bonds, just bear with me. I'm just keeping this nice and simple. Now, why do you hear stocks are riskier than bonds sometimes? Because in the event that ABC goes bankrupt and liquidates, the bondholders will be paid before the stockholders. Depending on how much money is left after the bankruptcy, there might not be enough left to pay the stockholders, which is why they are more risky. Now, let's talk about some of the principles of investing. And principles matter. Principles rather than feelings allow you to know what to do when life gets confusing. In the midst of chaos, you need to be able to fall back on your already well-thought-out principles. When the U.S. Navy is training our nation's Navy SEALs to protect us, right? Like the, the best of the best. They put them through many phases of training that last for an extended period of time. And one section of the phase of the training is known as Hell Week. And during this week, the instructors don't introduce anything new to the trainees, but they do apply a ton of confusion and a ton of stress to the recruits. And the purpose is to see which of the men will fall back on their principles and which men will stick to the training, what they've mastered and move forward for a greater reward, and which ones will simply give in to the momentary pain and suffering. So how do we apply the story about SEAL training? You know, it's kind of like a an extreme example, but how do we apply this example to what's happening in markets right now? Principles, right? We need to know our philosophy and principles of investing so that when we are able to fall back on our training, quote unquote, to get us through those moments of confusion and pain. You know, like currently, as we sit here in, in October of 2023, war is breaking out in the Middle East. There's a lot of people that are concerned right now about what this means in markets. So let's talk about the principles and, and here are investing principles and they're your principles too, if you're a client of mine. So 
we own stocks, right? Um, we believe in free market capitalism. What's the biggest producer of wealth in the history of the world? It's capitalism, right? Now, I know capitalism sometimes can be a four-letter word to some people, but capitalism is the thing that has produced all of the wealth. So we want to own businesses which are in the form of stocks. So like I talked about with that ABC company and owning stocks and, and companies need to invest in research and development or hiring or whatever it is, that's what we're doing by owning the stocks. We are participating in capitalism because we're owning a piece of all of these businesses that are trying to grow and trying to produce and trying to be profitable. Now, how do we offset that risk? Well, we own high quality short-term fixed income in order to lessen the volatility of the stock market. Principle number two. So number one was own stocks. Number two is diversify, right? So again, if you're a client of mine, your portfolio is in at least 19 different asset categories across about 80 countries across the world, a lot of diversification. And, and this is pretty, diversification is pretty common and well-known. And, and you know, I did another podcast on this about eggs in a basket, but we're typically taught at this at a young age that we don't put all of our eggs in, in one basket, right? Now, diversification, it's a popular word and kind of a buzzword, but there's way more to this than just owning a bunch of stuff. There's a very specific process where the investor is trying to get the highest return possible given a level of risk that they are willing to take. So there's a little bit more to it than just owning stocks or various stocks. And we'll get more into this um, as we go on in, in future podcasts. Principle number three is rebalance. And this is done inside of your portfolio, but markets move over time, right? Maybe a portfolio was originally designed to be a 50% stock and 50% bonds, but now it's become 60% stocks because stocks have done so well. So we have to rebalance this to ensure that the portfolio stays within the parameters that we designed at the beginning. Now, the last principle, number four, is just never, never, never give up and never panic, right? We have to behave correctly. And this is the hardest one to follow and the one that has the biggest impact on your portfolio, actually. You know, a lot of people like to talk about which stocks they own, but it's behavior that really drives um, and has the biggest impact on your portfolio. So I'm going to talk about this a lot in an upcoming podcast about the investor's dilemma and why it's hard to be happy or content as an investor, but it's really important to understand this. Behavior is the biggest driver in success as an investor. And there's a great study called the Dalbar that you can look up and read about. And there's always something in the news to be scared about, right? Like think about it, pandemics, elections, who's president, inflation, stagflation, interest rates, banks collapsing, unemployment, uh, Russia invading Ukraine, terrorism in the Middle East, war breaking out in the Middle East. And no one is perfect and no one can manage this all by themselves. But that's why I'm here to worry about all of this for clients and help them see through the chaos. So again, those four, we want to own stocks, we want to diversify, we rebalance and we behave correctly. Now, if we apply these principles to the latest quote unquote end of the world scenario, what do we do whenever there is another end of the world scenario? And the answer is pretty simple. We don't do anything because we are already doing it. We're already building the portfolio the right way to handle these things. Markets don't go straight up and they don't stay up. By their very nature, markets fluctuate, sometimes a little, sometimes a lot. But if you stay disciplined and you follow your principles, you will be rewarded by the market during your investing life. Let others get caught up in the chaos and quit. For you, stay the course. And of course, you can always call me if you need me or want to talk through something. All right, that's enough for today. 
Again, investments 101, just some very basic things. As always, reach out. Let me know if you have any questions about any of this. And I know you know this, but don't forget about open enrollment with GIOA and selecting benefits. Uh, if I can help any, don't hesitate to reach out. There's some different strategies you can be doing with your health insurance this year, um, with your spouse and HSAs and just picking the different plans. Call me, email me. Website's michaelgpalmer.com. Make sure to hit subscribe so you get the future podcasts that we talk about. Talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Now for the fun compliance piece to read, registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities LLC, pass OSJ 5280, Carroll Canyon Road, Suite 300, San Diego, California, 92121619684600. Securities products and advisory services offered through past member FINRA, SIPC, financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York, pass is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian, Westpac Well Partners LLC is not an affiliate or subsidiary of pass or Guardian. Insurance products offered through Westpac Wealth Partners and Insurance Services, LLC, a DBA of Westpac Wealth Partners, LLC, California Insurance License Number 0L49687. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by past Guardian or Westpac Wealth, and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult with your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. 2023-162-790, expiration 1025, Georgia Independent Operators Association, GIOA, is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Pass or Guardian. Diversification does not guarantee profit or protect against market loss. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investing in the bond market is subject to certain risks, including market interest rate issuer, credit and inflation risk. Equities may decline in value due to both real and perceived general market, economic and industry conditions. Investing in securities of smaller companies tend to be more volatile and less liquid than securities of larger companies. Investing in foreign securities may involve heightened risk, including currency inflations, less liquid trading markets, greater price volatility, political and economic instability, less publicly available information and changes in tax and currency law or currency laws. Such risks are enhanced in emerging markets.